Ingo Swan, world-renowned psychic, one of the founding fathers of remote viewing. In his time, he pushed the boundaries of psychic research and understanding. Though he has been gone for years, his ideas are still at the forefront of developing the innate abilities in all of us and come through his books, talks, and spirit. Join me as I hang out with Ingo Swan on this episode of The Supernatural Explorer. Supernatural Explorers, welcome to episode 33, Hanging Out with Ingo Swan, learning ESP from one of the founding fathers of remote viewing. This might as well be a summary show for the last three episodes. I talked about ESP, remote viewing, and telepathy, and within all that mentioned famous psychic Ingo Swan, who I just learned about for the first time about three weeks ago. The more I learn about Ingo, the more I realize I should have started with him. Ingo was not just one of the founding fathers of remote viewing back in 1972. He was an extremely well-read and intelligent student, researcher, and experiencer of psychic phenomena, which he was always trying to explore and understand more. As an author and speaker, he wasn't only interested in what made the magic happen, but what were the obstacles as well. And no surprise that he was an artist too, as psychic information seems to come in on the same channels as creativity. But more on that later. This will not be a biography of Ingo Swan, when and where he was born, died, etc. Because as Ingo himself said in a talk I recently listened to, people aren't important, it's the issues that are important. That's not to say that he didn't love and value people, because he did. What he was saying was that people come and go, but ideas and issues endure, and so it's them that we should be focusing on. In honor of Ingo and his ideas, that's what I'm going to focus on. With some details about Ingo sprinkled in, because after all, he is the inspiration for this episode. So, here we go. I introduced myself to Ingo about a week ago. I'm intentionally starting with that statement because, as you may know or have gleaned from my introduction, Ingo is dead, available in spirit only. How you react to me saying that I met, in quotes, Ingo last week is a good gauge as to where you might be in your psychic development. Ingo knew how what we believed influenced what we were capable of. 
If you believe spirits live on after the death of the body, then you can have a way better chance of connecting with them than if you don't believe that. Believe that telepathy is real and you're already way ahead of the game, etc. Knowing how passionate Ingo was, is, about understanding how people tapped into their innate psychic abilities, he seemed like an obvious choice for me to reach out to in trying to learn and become more after my ESP-related episodes. So I did, and I did confidently. I've experienced connecting with the unseen, and I know Ingle totally believed in consciousness transcending the physical. In the early 70s, he had a near-death experience for, I believe, a solid 21 minutes, and he got to witness the whole thing from outside his body. He also wrote The Windy Song, a story of reincarnation that I'm sure I'll read someday. If you have any interest in connecting with Ingo or anyone in spirit, I'll share with you what I did. I quieted my mind, released any hold on my energy, and I invited Ingo to influence me to teach me by manipulating my energy structure, if he was available and up for doing it. And I did this often throughout my day for a few days before I started noticing some shifts in perception. Last week I was approaching an intersection and I asked Ingo if there would be a car coming from either direction. In my mind's eye I clearly saw a red car. The image popped in and out so quick I was surprised and more importantly I didn't have a second to think about it. As I am learning, as I have alluded to in other shows, words are a major obstacle to experiencing psychic phenomena. Two seconds later, a little red Corvette came into view, and I celebrated at the accuracy of the info, and I thanked Ingo. A few days later, I was in a liquor store waiting while Jen and Devlin were checking out the bidders. I quieted my mind, expanded my consciousness beyond my body, and opened myself to receive information. I soon felt an odd energy behind me, and my mind tried filling in the story, saying that it was just because I haven't been out in public in a while due to the quarantine, and I was getting used to being around people again. A few seconds later, I heard a bottle drop on the floor behind me. The cork on the bottle was slightly dislodged by the fall, and I finally turned around when I felt the champagne shooting onto the back of my legs. Filling in the blanks after the fact, I realized I had an energetical premonition 15 seconds before the event happened behind me. I again thought of and thanked Ingo. Because I believe Ingo is indeed helping me, that increases the likelihood that I can be helped by him. And since adopting this belief, I've seen an increase in my psychic abilities and experiences. This in turn got me even more interested in Ingo Swan, and I was happy to find part of one of his talks on YouTube from about 2005 on understanding thought, mind, and psychic information. In the talk, he mentions pre-conscious premonitions, among other things. Pre-conscious meaning pre-thinking, meaning pre-words entering your mind. I'll put a link to that talk in the show notes. Interested, I then started reading his book, Natural ESP, which in hindsight 
would have been great to read before my ESP episode. I've explored a few more of his works and talks over the last few days, but I believe it was in his ESP book that Ingo mentions how words get in the way of experiencing the psychic. That images, pictures, are the way the information comes in. When Ingo was a child, he had psychic abilities. Many children have psychic abilities. And yes, while many of these abilities disappear as we age, partly because they are downplayed and discounted, how does that explain them disappearing for Ingo when his grandmother encouraged and supported his abilities? One thing all children have in common that they lose as they get older is their primary mode of thought and expression, which is with images, not words. Words quickly replace images as we get older, and for some, the images never return. That's why artists who are also interested in the paranormal are fortunate. Artists receive inspirations as images, not as words, and they portray what they receive as images. I was very impressed to learn that at the beginning of the 1970s, it was Ingo who brought back the idea of using images over words during studies of psychic phenomena. And when he did, there was an increase in the accuracy of what was being remotely viewed. Prior to that, test subjects were using words to try and describe what they couldn't see with their eyes, and the words were getting in the way of the downloads. Related, I mentioned in my last episode that I was practicing my ESP skills using the ESP training app developed by Russell Targ. Upon understanding how vital it is that I not only keep my mind still, but that I only open my mind to images, not words, I quickly understood a good way I could disseminate between the information coming in. If it came in as words, that would be my mind, or an interpretation of my mind. But if it came in as an image, especially since I'm not a visual person, that could very well represent a psychic impression. So I took what I just learned from Ingo, and I opened up my ESP trainer app, cleared my mind, and waited for impressions to tell me which of the four colored squares had the picture hiding behind it. When I saw the color somewhere in my mind's eye, I picked it. I quickly got two in a row right. Then I asked for not only the color, but the picture, and I asked Ingo to help me. The color flashed in my mind's eye along with the image of a palm tree. When I pressed that color on the app, the picture of a beachfront appeared lined with palm trees. Ingo knew what he was talking about, and as far as I was concerned, he was still actively helping. When I told Jen about all the exciting things I was learning and what was happening as a result, when I mentioned that I believed that Ingo was helping me, chills ran multiple times up and down my spine. And if you follow the show at all, you know that's always my confirmation that a spirit is with me. One thing I learned that Ingo and I also have in common is that I don't, he didn't, routinely watch TV. I watch a show here and there with Jen, but I currently don't have any shows I watch on my own. Ingo said he used to only rent movies. The issue Ingo mentioned with TV, the issue that still exists, 
is that watching TV diminishes your mind's ability to originate images because the images are constantly fed to you. And it's the ability of images to originate from within your mind that seems to be a keystone to tapping into your psychic abilities. The other issue with TV, if you want to tap into your innate psychic abilities more, is that it conditions the reality in which you live. It's not most people's faults that they don't believe in telepathy, Sasquatch, ETs, etc. It's TV's fault. If TV downplays certain realities and accentuates others and you watch TV, TV determines for you what you will be more likely to believe in. And Ingo himself stressed how belief influences ability. And I don't know if Ingo mentions the news and fear at all, but I'm sure he'd agree that the fear spread by the mainstream media is a definite impediment to trying to develop psychic abilities, in addition to the reality and agenda they push. If by nothing else but by what they choose to focus in on and what they choose not to focus on. I wonder if he touches on that in his book, Reality Boxes. And I quote, In this lucid and absorbing work, Ingo Swan opens up the continuing story about the fuller extent of human consciousness and limitations imposed on it by human reality boxes, a.k.a. socially constructed realities and personal realities. Probably going to read that one too. Looking back, I guess the show could have also been called Introduction to Ingo Swan. I'm not too much of a reader anymore. I'm more of a podcaster. But after meeting Ingo, I do plan to read his books. I just got the Kindle version of his book on Seeing Into the Future, too. I think Ingo really saw the big picture on psychic phenomena that I hopefully scratched the surface on this episode. If you are looking for more inspiration, more direction in exploring the supernatural and becoming an experiencer of many things, including seeing the possibilities of the future, I highly recommend you check out Ingo's books, talks, and his spirit. Well, that's it for this episode. Until next time, everyone, peace.